Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome into the Pixie Dust Podcast. Annie Fry here. Welcome you back into a magical conversation that we carry on each week here on the Pixie Dust Podcast. Myself and my co-host Erica Murphy. Hi, Erica. How are you doing this week? I'm great. How are you? Doing okay. I am uh, feeling the need to talk about Disney. It's like yeah. it's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> Let's it's put it that better way. than therapy. Let's talk about that. <laughs> exactly. The only better thing than talking about Disney is going to Disney. And we kind of consider our job here as a way to talk about planning your Disney World vacation and making it easier to have conversations about it and learn about it for people who have never planned before or in many cases people who haven't been uh, man, it's drastically changed in the last few years. Post-COVID is not exactly the same as pre-COVID, although most things are back to what I would consider to be normal. Uh, it's important to know the lingo. It costs a lot of money. It's a big investment. We think it's certainly a worthwhile investment. But Erica, you as a travel agent with Magic Expeditions know what it's like to have conversations with people who have been going forever or maybe planning their vacation for the first time and it's, it's a lot to take in if you don't really understand the lingo or maybe have general questions and you don't really know where to turn to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's funny because I've had um, two families that went this past week, one that have gone a million times and one that has never gone before. And they both had the same questions, which I thought was really interesting because so much has changed with the Genie Plus and with you know all the different virtual queues that even if you've gone several times even since covid you know there's still there's still changes every day yep and one of those main questions that people do have is about where do i stay now mm -hmm. you can stay we've discussed this and and if we're saying words that you don't understand highly encourage you to check out the pixie dust podcast earlier episode where we go over disney vocabulary basically every word that we could think of or phrase that Eric and I could think of that maybe isn't out of common discussion that you would need to know to plan a trip to Disney World. If, if you feel like you're missing out on some terms, go back and check out that podcast episode. But I'm going to say on property and off property. We want to use this episode to focus on what your options are on property. Erica, there are a lot of different things that you can choose to do, that you can elect to do if you're on a budget. Uh, a lot of great ways to still stay on property at Disney World and be able to afford it and still have the best time. Absolutely. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions that you're going through here is that with the different categories, you know, they think that the deluxe, it costs more money, that it's obviously 
better than a, a value resort. And that's not always necessarily the case, depending on, on the family, you know, just because uh, your budget is for a value resort doesn't mean that it's not going to be a great vacation. And um, that's one thing that I always try to hit home on that a value resort does not mean that it's going to be a lower quality. A value is going to be more budget, you know, we'll get into some of the details that make that but you're going to get the same level of Disney quality at both a deluxe and a a value resort. Yeah, that's definitely something that I feel in my times having visited Disney World and, and, you know, super briefly short here, my experience with Disney went on a family vacation in 2018. My husband and I had both recently gotten great jobs that we are still in and, and love. And, um, we decided to celebrate by taking our kids on a what we would call a proper family vacation to Disney World. Check the box. Did it. We can claim we did it. Moving on. And we fell in love with Disney. And now we are DVC members. We're members of the Disney Vacation Club. And we'll talk about those properties in a little bit. But the thing that Disney kind of does for you when you go anywhere else outside of Disney is it makes you compare what your experience is at different accommodations to that commitment to excellence that Disney has on a very committed basis and and also i'll say if there's a slip up ever that disney something isn't up to standard they're very quick to make it right and in an appropriate way that you when you go to a disney property hotel accommodation you realize that the standard that they hold their properties in is it is excellent and if you are at the value property if you're at the deluxe property you will be able to experience that kind of excellence. The, modifi- the the modifications in those resorts do exist. You do get things at a deluxe resort that you don't get at a value resort, but you're going to have an incredible vacation no matter where you stay. You're going to have top-of-the-line service, top-of-the-line accommodations, clean, well-thought-out accommodations that are going to help you and your family and your your travel mates just really, really enjoy the experience on property. Yeah, and I mean, I've even had people that have stayed on Disney property at a Disney resort that weren't even going to the parks just because the quality of a Disney resort is more than uh, accommodations off property. So even if they weren't going to the park, they just knew that level of, of quality was going to be and that's what they booked. Yeah, that that that's a great point too. A lot of I've I've seen with DVC people do resort only stays where they yeah. go and they just spend a long weekend, maybe even a week or so and you do the off property things, you don't go to the parks. And the resorts do offer you that opportunity to do that and take in so much. So let's start with value resorts. People who want to stay on property actually let's back up even a little bit earlier than that. Let's talk about the things that staying on property actually allows you to do that staying off property doesn't allow you to do why somebody might say you know what i think i'm going to pay the little extra money maybe just to stay to value than than off property because you get what kind of benefits erica i think there's two main ones and the first one is that you have the ability to book the dining in your excursions for your entire stay at the 60 day mark so when you stay off property you have to book it day by day but when you stay on property if you're going for five days you can book all five of those days at the 60 day mark and the reason why that's a benefit is because the reservations book up very quickly and especially the more popular ones like your cinderella royal table or your um, even your excursions, like your droid building, Bippity Boppity Boutique, fireworks packages, you know, they, they sell out in minutes. And so that timing can be crucial. And you have the benefit of being able to book ahead of people that aren't staying on property. 
So booking window is early, and you said there were two that really came to mind. What was the yeah, second one? The second one's going to be your, uh, you can get into the park 30 minutes before anybody else that is staying off property. So when you go 30 minutes earlier, you have to scan your magic band and make sure you're staying on property. And sometimes you can ride two attractions before the park even opens. Big attractions. So, big like, attractions. Like the ones yeah. that later on in the day could take you two and a half hours to get through the queue. Exactly. And so, I mean, that's, I mean, talking about maximizing the time while you're on property, um, you know, if it's a matter of, of budgeting, staying on property versus off property, I mean, obviously we keep saying, you know, do what makes sense for your family. But if you have the budget, those are definitely worthwhile benefits to staying on property. Yeah, I've seen that myself. We'll get to, you talked about the 30-minute early entry. There is an extra caveat to deluxe resorts, and we can get to that later in our conversation here, talking about the different ones. Um, the other thing that I would say, that I would add to that, it's not, I mean, it's it's more obvious than it is like a perk that you may not know of, but your proximity to yeah. get places, your ability to use park transportation and just, you know, arrive on a plane, get an Uber or a, a Sunshine Flyer uh, charter to the resort, and you get carted around the entire time by Disney transportation. I guess, are there, how many, are there good neighbor or whatever they're called hotels off property that also have Disney transportation involved? There are. And, um, you know, some of them like Swan and Dolphin, they're right across from from Boardwalk and, and Beach Club. So they have the ferry that, that goes through there. So there definitely are some perks to some of the good neighbor properties as well. So let's start with being on property at a value resort. What kind of accommodations can someone book and what will they get? And maybe what are the value resorts? So the value resorts, the biggest difference, I think, is going to be the room sizes of the different rooms. So your value resort is just going to be like your regular kind of standard hotel room. So it's typically going to have two queen beds. Some of them do have a king bed. There's very few of them, but most of them are going to have two uh queen size beds and they'll one will be a table bed or a Murphy bed that'll fall out of the or that will come out of the wall. Um, but the other thing is that they're gonna be bigger property, so they'll have more rooms, which means that the transportation may be a little bit more crowded, you know, the pools might be a little bit more crowded, but they are um, you know, they're it's gonna be a great, great value. Yeah. I, I think it's important to remember too how active Disney is it adding in transportation accommodation, some of these value resorts, I mean, generally speaking, it's been known in the past that a value resort is a bus resort. You're going to be taking mm -hmm. buses to and from everywhere. But there are also some value resorts that offer more than bus transportation. Yeah. Pop and Art of Animation both are on the Skyliner, which make them a great, great value property. Because the other thing about the different value uh, levels of the of the resorts is the transportation, like you were mentioning. So the deluxe resorts are going to be on the monorail. So you have just a zip over to magic kingdom, but that addition of the Skyliner, I think has been a complete game changer to the different levels of properties because it just adds that much value when you can just take a 15 minute gondola ride to Epcot rather than waiting 45 minutes for a bus. Mm. It's a huge, huge game changer. Sitting in a gondola on the Skyliner compared to in a body-to-body <laughs> 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 body with your new best friend stranger post <laughs> 10 hours of walking in the 100-degree yeah. gondola. 
every single time. So yeah. yeah, that's that's definitely one of the benefits. And it's nice that they've done that. I hope that they I don't know if, if they've ever said that they intend to make more of it, but I hope that they expand that service across the park and make it so that they can move people around because it can move quite a quite a lot of people. It's super peaceful to be on it. If you got a height issue and by that I don't mean how tall you are. I mean like <laughs> being up in the air and, and being if you're afraid of heights. <laughs> Uh, it, it might be of concern to you, possibly, but it's so smooth and peaceful yeah. that I've had people who thought that, that it was going to be really, that they were going to be really bothered by it, be like, this isn't bad at all. It's actually, after you've been in a park and walking so much and the breeze is going through as the gondola is moving through, it's 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 incredibly peaceful. I want to try and time it to where you could see the fireworks. I think that would be a really cool, you know, yeah. just seeing the, the fireworks from the gondola. I think that would be a new... You, you would be able to see, too, both Epcot and Magic Kingdom at the same time if you did time it right. And then yeah. I guess there's a few fireworks that I threw with Fantasmic, not a ton. But if they bring back the – they don't have the – the castle – or, the, excuse me, the Chinese theater show is the Galactic Spectacular is not back. I don't believe so. Um, I'll have to double check on that. I'm not yeah. sure. But Fantasmic, I mean, that's, you know – the best show in it's the world the that's the only thing that matters at all. <laughs> i've been dying to get back there we are going back early may three days two nights like cram everything in with some folks on my radio show which is my day job and we have a crew of four of us from the show that are going and two of them have only been when they were too small to remember anything and we're just gonna i'm gonna try to show them everything in three days <laughs> like buckle up get some good shoes on your feet because here we go um, all right. So transportation is one of those things. You're going to have less options for transportation at a value resort, but you're still going to be able to be provided all of the transportation you need. You won't need a vehicle. You also have the opportunity to use minivans or uh, lift services from your resort if needed. Uh, so you do have options there as well. What else about value resorts is important for people to understand? So value resorts are going to be very heavily themed. So, you know, the all-star properties are going to have the larger than life characters. It's going to be bright colors, very heavily Disney themed, um, you know, with the characters and the colors. And, and so when I, when I talk to a family and trying to fit, find what, what resort would work best for them. That's one of the things that I ask is, you know, when you're in the parks, you're going to see all that theming. So when you leave the parks, do you want to continue that theming or do you want to have more of a break of, you know, maybe something a little more subtle, a little more relaxing and not so in your face? Because I do think that, you know, aesthetics are are all part of it. So, you know, some kids really, really, really like, you know, going to see the big spot from 101 Dalmatians and they like seeing the big Simba at Art of Animation. But, you know, some people want to come back and put your toes in the sand. And, you know, it just depends on what what type of family you are. I'm the second. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, I like to come back to a wee bit of serenity. Now, yeah. the value resorts, I have friends who have stayed or family members who have stayed with us at uh, in our DVC properties, which are the deluxe resorts. And they generally go and stay at value resorts and they love it. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it, it, and they have kids and the kids love it. And, and truly, if you are looking to figure out your budget and it's not, I'm not even talking to people who are like, oh, I have a small budget because that's not really what it's about. Because if you're smart with your money and you care about your money and a value resort serves your purposes just as much as a deluxe resort would, and you're a hundred percent okay with staying at a value resort. Maybe you don't intend to spend a ton of time at the resort 
and you can stay at a value resort instead of a deluxe resort and go on a VIP tour or something like yeah. that. That's could be very, very smart money and your budget could still be a very large budget. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I said, it just depends on, on what type of vacationer you are. You know, maybe you're not planning on spending any time at the room and you just want to be in the parks from, you know, rope drop to fireworks. And then it doesn't make sense to spend money on a deluxe resort. And, you know, maybe a, a value property is is worth it, too. Um, kind of going along the accommodations, too, the value properties are going to be the ones that have more of your food courts and not they're not going to have any table service restaurants. So if you want, uh, you know, like a nice sit down dinner, you're not going to have that at a value resort. However, even if you're not staying at a property, you can still visit the restaurant. So if you stay at a value resort and want to have a character breakfast at Topolino's, you still can can do that. You don't have to stay at a resort to, to dine at the restaurants. Yeah. You just make your reservation like you'd make it anywhere else. You will have to figure out your transportation to or from, which is my recommendation is usually to get a lift or something like that because otherwise it gets complicated and time consuming. Yeah. But you, but you can make a ton of time exploring all the resorts with dinner reservations and shopping and all of that and save the money by staying at a value. What other, anything else that you want to feature specifically off of value resorts, questions that people ask you? Uh, it's mostly just about the room accommodation. So I typically, um, if you have a family that's going with like multi-generational, like say you have mom and grandma and aunts going, you know, you have, you could definitely get a villa, you could get a suite, you could get, you know, something with two or three bedrooms, or you can get two or three standard rooms and just have them connecting. So if you're going with multiple people, sometimes just getting a couple standard rooms and we can put a note in there to have the rooms connecting or on the same floor. And then you can kind of get that villa feel without having, you could still have your separate space where you close the doors and, you know, kind of have your own space. And stay away from each other after being in the park. Exactly. All day. <laughs> Let's be real. What are we talking about? Right. I need you to go over there because I need to go over here. So the Disney Value Resorts, I'm looking right here, Disney's Pop Century Resort. And then mm -hmm. there are the Disney All-Stars, All-Star Music, All-Star Movies, All-Star Sports Resort. And then the Disney's Art of Animation Resort. Um, the Skyliner goes through Art of Animation and Pop Century. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. All right. And the thing about Art of Animation, too, and even the All-Stars, is that they do have family suites available. So if you don't necessarily have the budget for a, a deluxe villa... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet? during peak hours. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. You can still have that family suite where it has, you know, two bathrooms, a closed door, you know, a closed off bedroom with a kitchenette. So they definitely have those options at the value level as well. I always think about that closed off room is as important for the little babies to have a quiet place to sleep as it is for grandpa. Yeah. (laughs) Same reasons. Yeah, Uh, exact same reasons. Sometimes you just need to say, all right, just lay down here. We'll wake you up when it's time. (laughs) It's very important. It's almost more important for grandpa. Um, All right. So that's the Disney value resorts. Next up, we have um, moderate resorts. And I will add that at the end of this discussion that we're having on the various uh, kinds of accommodations at Disney World, Erica is going to talk to us about an amazing opportunity to save that it came out here yesterday or today. No, it was yesterday. So at the very end of March of 2023, don't know when you're listening to this, but we will timestamp this podcast recording at the end of March of 2023. They have released a really good promo. And of course, the sooner you act on these, the better opportunity you have to secure them. Erica can help you with all of that. So if you already know about the promo and you've been kind of it's piqued your interest. You can email her at Erica. That's E-R-I-K-A at magicexpeditions.com. Start writing that email right now and send it off. And Erica can help you with everything you need. She's helped me before, especially before I came a DVC member. And she's the best there is. She's a travel agent specializing in Disney vacations with Magic Expeditions. So let's move on to the moderate resorts. Erica, what do you like to tell people? How do you frame moderate resorts to your clients? So uh, moderate resorts is is typically going to be a little bit bigger of a room. So if you want a little bit more space, some of them do have a fifth sleeper. So they'll have like a child size bed. So if you're looking for, um, you know, more than just two queen size beds, this is definitely a good option for you. And one of my favorite kind of um, less known secrets is, you know, the Port Orleans resorts are, I think, one of the best best resorts on property and it's a moderate resort you know it's very quaint it's very quiet it's kind of tucked away you know the theming isn't over your in in your face and i mean they have the most amazing beignets so you can't really go wrong there the first i was talking before about that first trip that we took in 2018 as a family the first trip that was supposed to be the period trip Mm -hmm. period 
Um, that was at Port Orleans French Quarter. And the reason why, you know, I told you we'd gotten this these two jobs and we were in a position to be able to afford it better, to prepare for it. Uh, we stayed at Port Orleans French Quarter because our youngest was two, and that is a magic number at Disney World. We thought, oh, we'll sneak person. it in now. No, yeah. she's not <laughs> not a person of value. Yeah. And so we said, okay, where can we go? French Quarter. They don't have rooms that accommodate five people, from what I understand. That was the case in 2018. That might change at any given time, but at this point, it's still four people. And we stayed there, and it was like I had entered a different reality. And I mean, mm. I've, I've stayed at many of the resorts now at Disney, but when people talk about Port Orleans French Quarter, there is a part of my heart that I left there. Yeah. And I just adore it. The charming nature of it, the quaintness of it. It's like a much, I think that the one of the things that I appreciated the most about French Quarter specifically, because we stayed at Riverside the next year and I much preferred French Quarter, was that the resort was small enough that you didn't get swallowed up by it. And from what I understand, that's a very big distinction from the value resorts. Is that Absolutely. The, it's like, here is my little space of, of Disney. And the, the pool was fantastic. The shop was fantastic. The restaurants were fantastic. I want to go right now. I'm going to stay for <laughs> Let's go. Right now. Okay, Let's go. You and me. <laughs> so those, those are a couple of the moderate resorts. Port Orleans French Quarter and Port Orleans Riverside. We were talking about transportation before. They also sometimes share buses. Some, a lot of times they have separate buses. It kind of depends on the time of the day. But uh, it's it, 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 like French Quarter, there's one stop from what I understand. French Quarter is one stop. I think Riverside is four. Yeah. And uh, so that's, that's something that makes it a little bit nicer. And they're usually, that's more closely located to, I think, the Disney Springs area. Is that right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could actually take a ferry over to Disney Springs, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's so oh, good. Right On the Sasagula River, it took me like half a day to figure out like how do you say that word? Sasagula? Okay, I got it. <laughs> Walt Disney was like, I need a river here. And they said, Okay. And then they made a river. Uh -huh. And they named it the Sasagula River. And you go right to Disney Springs. Oh my gosh, it's just so wonderful. So those are the Port Orleans uh uh resorts. What other moderate resorts exist for people to book? So we talked about the Skyliner and Caribbean Beach is a property that's also on that Skyliner path that will take you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. And what I like about the Caribbean is that it does kind of have that beachy feel that, you know, if you want, um, I think a vacation is tropical and sand and water and, you know, that's that would be a good time to mention to people that we're located in St. Right. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> Like, where is the center of the country? People right. in Kansas are like, we're in the center of the country. What are you talking about? Uh, but in St. Louis, Missouri, we've got a really, really awesome river and an arch and a lot of weird weather. We don't have beaches here no. in St. Louis, Missouri. No, we've got Carlisle Lake and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, you don't swim in the Mississippi. No. And if you do, uh -uh. you only make that mistake one time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't even know if you, I mean, I digress. Not on purpose. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think that's why when I think of vacation, you know, I definitely think of tropical and, and that's why I like the Caribbean beach. It is a larger property. So it is going to have one of those kind of feels like you're swallowing up. Like we were just talking about how Port Orleans is not like that. Um, so I'd say that's one of the cons, but in any of these resorts, even the value resorts too, is that 
you can book a preferred room and a preferred room is going to put you closer to dining and transportation. So if your budget allows, you know, maybe, maybe your budget doesn't allow a moderate resort, but you have a little bit more like a plus up from your value, you can definitely book a premier room and then you will be right by dining and transportation and won't necessarily feel the big size of the of the resorts yeah caribbean beach i've never stayed at caribbean beach but i've been on the skyliner a bunch of times i've stayed at riviera which is right across the water from caribbean beach and it's so it's so pretty it just yeah. looks very vacationy in a positive way you know we were talking about the um the intellectual property that they integrate into the value resorts on a massive scale. I mean, yeah. they're like, make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> no bigger. Um, but at Caribbean beach, I mean, the beautiful colors of the buildings and the way that I've heard so many people say amazing things about Sebastian's bistro as oh like the hidden gem yeah. Yeah. on Disney world property. I've never been there, but would love to check it out. Um, I'm supposed to stay at Riviera this summer and I'm thinking I want to go over there and walk through the property just so I can put my eyes on it. Yeah. But Caribbean Beach, ha ha they've gone through a renovation in the last few years, right? Absolutely. They have. And and I definitely, um, you know, it, it definitely needed a facelift. They had some pirate rooms and, you know, some older things that definitely, um, you know, need a little facelift. <laughs> but it's funny, just a quick side, side note. Um, you had mentioned about making it bigger, making it bigger. And I actually had the uh, benefit of going to the Disney Institute. Have I told you this story? No, I can't wait. Um, I'm really excited. It was, I, going to the Disney Institute, I mean, talk about core memory. That whole week, I was like a kidney candy store. It was the coolest thing I've ever been to. And uh, basically, they teach you about their leadership fundamentals. And it's a whole program that they do. So I get the benefit of going. And in one of the seminars, they were talking about when they were making Animal Kingdom. And some of the the executives were like, we already have Jungle Cruise. And, you know, that that's good enough. And that was Walt's vision. And it was all these things. And, you know, why don't we just do animatronics? We can have Animal Kingdom with the animatronics. We have this really cool technology. And they were like, no, we got to make it bigger. We got to make it bigger. And so they, they were clashing. And to get it the, the picture through the Imagineers brought a Bengal tiger into the boardroom <laughs> with all the executives. And they were like, they like did that wow you? Yeah. And you, you <laughs> could just feel it when you like walked oh. in the room and you were like, I'm like, I, I can't even imagine like these executives in these suits, like sitting here and this tiger just walks in and they're like, this is why we need the real thing. Like, this is why we need to make it bigger. Do you get it? And they're like, yeah, we get it. I wish they would have wheeled in like just a really big plastic tiger afterwards. And be like, <laughs> Which is cooler. Right. <laughs> wow. And so like, when you think about Disney, like this is, this is what their Imagineers are doing when they're saying like, make it bigger. Like they want that, want that immersive feeling. They And they do that with everything from the theme parks down to even the resorts that you're staying at. I'm, not lying i'm currently sitting here looking up disney institute like when can i go to this oh thing? my gosh it i want i so want to cool. go that sounds fantastic yeah uh so caribbean beach there the renovations i think it's important to to mention that because uh like the we'll get to the value or the, excuse me the deluxe resorts here in a second but i'm going to use this as an example disney's boardwalk inn and villas it's a hotel and a DVC location, and they are undergoing renovation right now. And I, I enjoy the the boardwalk. I've stayed there in the last couple years, and I like it. But I always felt like, 
this looks like yesterday's room. Yeah. And so if you go to a place that is going to be up for renovation soon, those accommodations, they're still going to be well-maintained and well-taken care of, but they might feel less fresh and less new. If you go to a place like Caribbean Beach, of course, Disney's Riviera, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, these are all brand new locations, or like newly renovated or brand new locations that, that the timing on that can even be a great decider on where you're going to go and why you're going to go there. And uh, I'm trying to think, have... It seems like there were value resorts that just have undergone some extensive renovations as well. Yeah, I mean, I they've they've renovated almost all of them except uh, Art of Animation, which is one of the newest of the value resorts. Um, but I mean, they they gave a facelift to all all of the rooms with the Murphy bed, the addition of the Murphy bed to where you know you have more space during the day and you know kind of theming and just just freshening up the rooms. I think they yeah. did a really good. I mean, I'd say probably within the last five to 10 years, all of them have been, had some sort of a facelift. So we've talked about Port Orleans, which has two resorts, Riverside and French Quarter. We've talked about Disney's Caribbean Beach. There is, uh, let's see, two more in the moderate category, Disney's Coronado Springs. What can you tell me, Erica, about Coronado Springs as a destination? So it's so funny because, and this was pre-COVID, which has changed a little bit, but this was always one of my favorite uh, kind of hidden gems. And the reason why was because I think I mentioned that, you know, I've gone on a lot of adult only vacations and this resort in particular is also a conference center. So I'd say probably 70% of the people that stayed there were there for the conferences, which meant that the pools were empty. The transportation was empty because they were there for the conference. And then at night, you know, you would see a, a little bit of a different vibe, but it was just such a different feeling because um, you know, these people were in, in conferences all day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was, it was a great place to stay. Uh, they recently renovated Coronado Springs again. They added a whole new tower, a whole new, new level of, of the resort and kind of changed that feel a little bit since they've done that. So, um, it is definitely a really great place to stay. It's Mexican themed, you know, like the Riviera Maya. It has the pool, has the, the Mayan ruins. Um, but it's definitely, it's a bigger property, but it definitely feels more condensed because you're all around a big lake. Yeah. I, when I hear people talk about staying at Coronado Springs, I've never been on that property myself. But when I take in reviews that people have from staying at Coronado Springs, it's always this kind of like aha moment. Like they feel like they've unlocked a new secret <laughs> level of Disney life. This is fantastic. Yeah. Why is nobody talking about Coronado Springs? Yeah, because people don't. Yeah. And then it's kind of like an if you know, you know thing and don't tell anybody because we don't want the secret to get out. But we're telling you the secret. And uh, if you're looking to book moderate, and especially if you want that kind of feel, that atmosphere that Erica was talking about, Coronado Springs might be for you. The last one I have listed here, I'm looking at the Disney World website, is the cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort. Yeah. Have you ever booked those? I have. And those actually, so those sleep six, which is, you know, a great, a great addition for, it's the only moderate that will sleep six. So um, the thing that I always say about the cabins is that they are made to feel like you are in a cabin. So you are going to be in the woods, far away from everything. Um, the thing about Fort Wilderness is that it is a very large property. They have their own internal bus system. So you have to take a bus just to get to 
the bus to take you to the park. So I always uh, kind of want to lead with that, that if you are interested in the cabin, it's not going to be like, oh, you're just going to walk to the pool. You're just going to walk to the bus stop. People it's, get golf carts. You can get golf carts. Exactly. And uh, I I never book somebody there and not get them a gift, a golf cart because um, it is, it's that far, like it's that yeah. serene. But the thing is though, is that, it depends on your personality. You know, maybe sure. you want that. Maybe you want to wake up and hear, you know, crickets chirping and not hear the hustle and bustle of the parks. And and maybe that's a nice kind of exhale from the parks. You have to be attracted to these two words, cabin and wilderness. <laughs> Neither of which are in my vocabulary. I was going to say. I'm happy to book them for you. <laughs> this is not where you're going to find Erica Murphy. No. Uh -uh. Uh, you would find me there if my husband is doing the booking because he is attracted to both of those words. <laughs> And probably in some instances more attracted to that than he is to me in the moment, just to experience the cabin in the wilderness. Because if I go, it's kicking and screaming. Um, but I've we have gone to Hoopty Doo is a mm -hmm. wonderful dinner show that I highly recommend you do if you ever have the chance to do it. But that's at Fort Wilderness, so we've had the ability to go on the property and to see the property and to drive around the property uh, and see like people decorate oh, yeah. um, their campsites because there's also campsites at Fort Wilderness. People have wildly expensive RVs oh, yeah. <laughs> and setups down there. It's like, oh, you're going to go to Disney World and rough it? No, that's not what these people are doing. If you're no. staying in the cabins, it's a little bit different, but it's just such a neat feeling. And those people are all very attracted to the words cabin and wilderness. So yeah. if, if you're that person and you want to experience, man, that is a spectrum. Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios and everything that goes along with that and then come back to a retreat or have your resort days be in cabins and a wilderness where you're going from, you know, location to location within the resort to the pool to the I think they have tennis courts and basketball courts and there's horse riding that you can yeah, there's uh, archery there. and fishing there's yeah. all kinds of stuff. If you're if you're an outdoorsy person but you also would love to go to Disney World and you can marriage the two, this is this is definitely for you, which is what is so great about Disney is that they literally have a place for everybody. Yeah. And, and, and I tell you, if I was going to go camping, it's going to be on Disney. That's the only place in the world that I would, <laughs> I would go camping, That's which great. is still a far, it's pretty far fetched. So let's move. Anything else to say about the moderate resorts before we move on? No, I think we covered it. Okay. So we talked a little bit earlier about the perks of staying on property. And I'm just going to say here as somebody who has, I have stayed in, I've, sta I've, I've stayed in, these are all deluxe resorts. I've stayed in Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Riviera, Boardwalk, Beach Club. And I stayed at the Contemporary. It wasn't Bay Lake. That was a cash one. And the Polynesian. That's so fun to be able to say all that. We're working our way around. And as DVC members, that affords us the opportunity to do that. Um, but when you are staying on a on property in a deluxe accommodation, your proximity towards the action, wherever you prefer that action, is valuable. And yeah. if you it, like, I say this every podcast episode. Disney is the ultimate experiment for each individual person who's going there <laughs> in the value of time and the value yeah. of money. Yeah. And if you are in a position to leave the door of your resort and be in a park in twenty minutes because you walked there or because I mean, that's the, the greatest part of the deluxe ones is you can maybe catch the monorail that's at your resort or the Skyliner that can put you right at the front doorstep. And instead of potentially, I mean, it's not always the case, but, you know, you could wait easily, wait 30 minutes for a bus to show up at Magic Kingdom. 
Then if you have to go to your resort, which might be 20 minutes away, and then you have to get maybe on a bus at the resort to your section of the resort, that's a lot of time. And you could be doing a lot of other things with that time. But if you would, if you have more of the time than you have of the money, then you figure out what's best for you. So the proximity for me is what makes deluxe resorts the, that's the, it's just my opinion, but that is the most valuable thing about that. Anything you want to comment about that as well? Yeah. And I mean, the theming is going to be a little bit different with the deluxe resorts. None of the deluxe resorts really have that in your face kind of uh, over the top theming. It's going to be more romantic, more elegant. Um, elegant. Yeah. And and that's definitely, um, you know, you're going to see like the hidden Mickeys. You're not going to see, you know, a 20 foot Mickey when you walk in, which is something that I really like as well. Um the only deluxe that doesn't have the proximity that is kind of stands out a little bit is the animal kingdom lodge, which is a really cool property to stay at. And it is, I've stayed there before. Um, I personally won't stay there again just because of the proximity. However, there's a, a Savannah on property. So you wake up and you have a balcony and you see giraffes, you know, eating while you're eating breakfast. And that's an experience that is unlike anything. We went over Christmas time and it was, it was truly, truly magical. However, if I'm going to stay at a deluxe property, I'm my personal preference is I want the proximity and I want to just be able to walk back to my room or jump on a monorail and be in my room for 15 minutes to take a break or (laughs) an adult nap. Um, But Animal Kingdom Lodge is one that's only a bus that's the only deluxe that has a, bu- a bus only transportation. Would well would okay. So we're talking hotels because I was going to add in because Saratoga and Old Key West are villas. So that's a yes. So categories. there's the deluxe. There's the deluxe resorts and then there's the deluxe villas. Okay, so let's just talk about resorts like you were saying right now. I think it's also important to mention to people that Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, like you cannot walk to Animal Kingdom. No. <laughs> and I think that that it might be kind of shocking to people if you book that in the first place. And I do remember hearing people discuss, you know, in rumor, like this is not, I, I don't know if it's happening. It's news to me as well. But the idea of Skyliner access to Animal Kingdom to bring Animal Kingdom kind of into mm. the transportation more around the the entire resort of Walt Disney World. But it is very important to highlight that while you get something at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge that you are not going to get hardly anywhere. anywhere else you could ever stay, yeah. not alone, let alone on Disney property that you don't have that proximity. So I'm going to go down the line here, according to the Disney website, when it comes to Disney deluxe resorts, Polynesian village resort, Erica, tell me about this absolutely (laughs) beautiful place to stay at Disney. That, I mean, that is hands down my favorite, my favorite resort. Cause again, you know, I want to get my toes in some sand while I'm on vacation. And that is the ultimate feel. And it was Walt's favorite hotel. So I kind of feel like there's, know you know, that. it was, it was his, it was his little, uh, cause he loved Hawaii. And so that's why he wanted to bring the Polynesian to, to Disney because it was so special to him. So um, it's also, one of the oldest properties. And re and recently renovated. Recently renovated. Yeah. They, and that's one of the ones that they're starting to bring a little more of the characters into the deluxe properties. So this just got a Moana over theme, which I think is really cool. They have a Lilo and stitch breakfast. So you have that Polynesian feel um, completely heartbroken that the luau is gone. They used to have a really, really amazing luau that um, is no longer there, but 
one of my favorite hacks about Polynesian, and you don't have to stay there for this hack, is that at night they pipe in the music for the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And so you can be on the beach with a Dole Whip or a cocktail and hear the water and feel the sand and watch the Magic King- Kingdom fireworks and listen to the music. And it is my ultimate happy place. <laughs> yeah, it is wonderful. We stayed at the Polynesian um last september it would have been over labor day 2022 and it was so beautiful and i didn't i didn't think that yeah i got totally okay with the polynesian vibe and everything and i've heard people just gush like you about it and other people uh that we know who have stayed there and just really really love it and i thought okay this is it's gonna be great of course it's gonna be great and i just found it to be incredibly charming as well and it and it definitely has a theme and, but it it's very nice to go to a place like that, and it really makes you feel like you're on vacation. Now, again, yeah. we're from St. Louis, Missouri. It's like yeah. as non-Polynesian as you can possibly get when it comes to <laughs> there are no palm trees, uh, a lot of oak trees around right. here. Um, but it is it is the sight lines are so pretty, and the rooms, like we said, re- recently renovated, absolutely beautiful. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, also in the Magic King Resort area, Magic Kingdom Resort area. Uh, this is kind of, would you say this is the, the crowning glory of Disney World resorts at this point? It is. And this is one that has such mixed reviews that, um, you know, it's very elegant. And my favorite thing about this property is that it has the Disney wedding pavilion uh-huh. that I am dying to book a Disney wedding. So please, if you're even thinking about getting engaged or married, please call me just so that I can go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever she's got to do, folks. I don't even need to plan for you. I just want to go. But they have the wedding pavilion there to where you can get married with the castle in the background. But the thing about this is that it is uh, very elegant. It's very regal. And with that, some people have said that they don't enjoy it because they feel like they're going to break something or that you're like in your grandma's house and like should have like plastic on the sofas. So yeah. um, I could definitely see both sides. I mean, it, it's still Disney. So there's still going to be kids everywhere. It's not that it's not a kid friendly property. It's just a little more Victorian and kind of has that old school kind of uh, royalty feel. Most people know if they're Grand Floridian people. Yeah, and that's it's you know it's just like I was saying at the cabins at Fort Wilderness. You know if you're you know if you're that kind of person, and there are yeah. going to be people who love to go to both, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. Just whatever mood you're feeling in, maybe you maybe you love going to Fort Wilderness cabins with your family, but it's just you and your significant other, or maybe some girlfriends or whatever, and you decide you want to go and just enjoy, there's a spa there. Oh my goodness. Yeah then maybe that's that's the answer for that specific trip. But it is beautiful. My husband and I and our family, my parents, went and walked around the Grand Floridian um, last summer, and we had never been in there. And yeah. it is just, like, fancy. It, you walk around and you're like, ooh, la, la, look at this place. <laughs> and, and it was really, really beautiful. They had renovated some of the uh, – Disney Vacation Club room. So we went over there yeah. to take a tour and to see him because those rooms are beautiful as well. And I, you know, I thought to myself, I would love to come stay here with my husband. I'm not bringing my yeah. kids here. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to yeah. have to explain my kids to people at the Grand right. Floridian. If, I, if, if I'm at some of these other resorts, I won't have to explain my kids to other people. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of how you're feeling, what your trip's about. If, if it's your, if it's the way you flow, then I didn't use that. That's not a pun. No pun intended. <laughs> 
uh, if it's the way <laughs> that you go about your business and the Grand Floridian uh, accommodates those needs, it is a beautiful, just absolutely yeah. beautiful, iconic resort at Disney World. And I, I know I've said this multiple times even on this episode, but just because you're not staying at uh, that resort doesn't mean that you can't visit that property. So during Christmas time, Grand Floridian is like the most magical place. They do like a giant life-size gingerbread house. It's the Everything's decorated. During Easter, they have Fabergé eggs. So mm-hmm. you can still go and visit those properties. You don't even have to go eat at the restaurants there. If you just want to walk around and, you know, look at the properties, go do some shopping uh, at some of the gift shops, you know, you, you absolutely can visit the other resorts, even though you're not staying there. There are two more resorts on in the Magic Kingdom area that are considered deluxe resorts. The first one is Wilderness Lodge, and the second is the Contemporary Resort. Um, what do you think, Erica, about these two options for people when they're booking vacations? I think Contemporary is one of the most iconic Disney, because when you think about the old 1980s Walt Disney World commercials, and you know the thing that I think of is watching the monorail go through the Contemporary to the Magic Kingdom and seeing that castle. So there's just something really nostalgic about the Contemporary Resort, and they definitely have given it a makeover as well. It now has incredible themed rooms. The the movie Incredibles, uh, which I, I mean, it is incredible as well. Um, <laughs> words there, uh, but it still has the monorail that goes through and has the big, beautiful contemporary mosaic. And uh, there's also a conference room in that property as well. So um, it doesn't have the same kind of feel like Coronado had, but um, it's also walking distance to Magic Kingdom, which is a huge, huge, huge plus. Yeah, the only well, the only one that I would consider like normal walking distance. You can walk to Magic Kingdom from Grand Floridian and Polynesian now, yeah. I believe, but yeah. it is a little bit of a hike. So those are the ones that are on the monorail. You have Disney's Contemporary Resort, you have the Grand Floridian, and you have the Polynesian. Um, next in the Magic Kingdom Resort area and accessible, along with let's see, how many are accessible by boat? Grand Floridian is. Polynesian is and the wilderness is from the Magic Kingdom. You can take a boat. You can also take a bus to get to them if that type of transportation is down. Um, Tell me about Wilderness Lodge. So that's also where the cabins were, but they do have a resort area and they have, you know, it's, it's not going to be as wildernessy <laughs> as the, as the cabins are, um, you know, you can take the boat right over to, to magic kingdom, but it's a little bit closer to transportation. So it's not going to be as rural as the cabin in campground area, uh, but it still definitely has that lodge feel. The Fort wilderness cabins feel like camping yeah. And Wilderness Lodge feels like a northwestern, like a ski lodge, or it's just got a lot of northwestern touches to it. And it's definitely, if you don't stay there, it's definitely one that's worth uh, a stop to, to go in and explore it. And um, what is the name of the restaurant there? Were they rude to you? Oh, the uh, Whispering Canyon. Canyon, yeah. They yeah. do barbecue. I've been there several times. It yeah. is really good. Ask food. for ketchup. Ask yeah. for ketchup. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just that, you know, the, the servers have a ton of personalities. They'll walk up to you and they'll like, take a handful of straws and just throw them on your table, which is always fun to take people there and not tell them that's going to happen. Right. Like, wow, this guy's really out of control. Um, but, the, you know, great restaurants, yeah. real great proximity. And the grounds there are absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a larger than life 
resort when you go in because you can see the inside of the resort has a huge fireplace and they have a Christmas time, a massive Christmas tree mm -hmm. and just a ton of woodwork. It's just... It's very cozy. Yes, cozy. Great, great yeah. word for it. All right. And one of the things I do like to say about those in particular is, you know, if you have the time to where you have multiple days at Magic Kingdom, it's a really good break to kind of get off of that, uh, out of the Magic Kingdom area and, and still be close enough to where you can go to dinner. Uh, the Contemporary has one of the best dinings, I think, on property, and it's at the California Grill. And at, again, with the, I think there's a theme here. I love the Magic Kingdom fireworks, but they have windows that are surrounding and they, again, pipe in the music so that you can eat dinner and watch the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And even if you have an earlier reservation, they'll give you a stub to come back because there is a hub. Uh, not boardwalk, but a like a uh, an area to where you mm -hmm. can go out and and watch a different aerial view of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And it's funny when the last time we were there, um, I I could have sworn on um, put a million dollars. I thought we were I was getting engaged because Dan's <laughs> the one that like picked everything, and he's the one that picked the restaurant. And I'm like waiting, and I'm so excited. And, then... and the couple next to us got engaged, and I'm oh. like, oh. That was supposed to be me, but um, it wasn't. It was fine. But it's if you want to get engaged, that's a great spot. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> and if you want to not get engaged, it's still a fantastic spot. It is again core memory. <laughs> Either way, uh, let's move from the Magic Kingdom Resort area to Epcot Resort area, which is kind of where my husband and I have made our little cozy home a little bit more yeah. than the Magic Kingdom area. And I think the benefit of this is when you refer to them as the Epcot area, Epcot area resorts or Epcot resort areas, you're also really in Hollywood Studios backyard as well. So it's kind of a two for one opportunity there. Beach Club and Yacht Club. Let's put these two kind of in the same conversation. Uh, there's, I'll just let you take take this because I, you and I are both huge fans of the Beach Club. Yeah. I mean, again, there's a theme, that tropical, that tropical theme, but, uh, you know, one word, Storm Along Bay. Yes. It's two words. Uh, the pool is unreal. You know, they have a sand bottom that makes you feel like you're in the ocean and there's a lazy river and you could spend an entire day just at that pool as part yeah. of your vacation. A really, really massive slide as well. You have to cross a pathway to go get to the front of it. And then, man, my kids... My kids love swimming at Stormalong Bay. Beach Club is the first resort when you are walking out of the International Gateway of, at Epcot. And if you've ever left that part of Epcot to maybe get into a post-fireworks Skyliner line, because that line can kind of back up, it goes up the hill, you are just about to be on Beach Club property when you're walking through that line out of the International Gateway. If you go straight, you're going to Beach Club. If you make a left, you're going to also one of my favorite places, Disney's Boardwalk. Mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely a place, too, that it can, it can definitely be attractive to a lot of different groups of people. But if you are looking for nightlife or 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 a resort day activities or even just a place to sit and take in the sights the boardwalk is a wonderful place to do it 
Absolutely. And I mean, Epcot's my favorite park. So just having the proximity to walk over there and, you know, have a late dinner or a late, you know, co midnight cocktail, <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a great, great place. And then now that they got rid of that scary clown, it's perfect. Oh man. The pool, <laughs> if you, if you're going to the boardwalk and, and you are not a clown person, just Google, I'm telling you to do something that you would hate, but you, yeah. now you, now you're curious enough that you're going to look at the pool at disney's boardwalk just disney's boardwalk pool clown and now it's changed to the new cartoons of mickey and minnie and Thankfully. so that's that, that's all different but uh, holy cow we were we were there one time when that before they changed it <laughs> and you see pictures of it and then you see it in your life and you're like this is terrifying this yeah. is not how disney what what were you doing and they well. thought to change it they did, thankfully. But the boardwalk, I mean, it's it's exactly that. It's the boardwalk. So they have restaurants and shops. And at night, they have entertainers. Like, you'll see jugglers or, you know, magicians or mimes, dare I say. <laughs> but they have... Um, I did this last time. What are those bikes? The bikes that have... Surrey's? Um, Surrey's bike. Yeah, you, they have those. To, is that what it's called? I'm thinking, like, Tuk Tuk's. It's because we just watched Mira. <laughs> it's definitely not a Tuk Tuk. I'm Googling uh, it right now. It's uh the I think it's Surrey bikes yeah. that you can you can just ride along the boardwalk yeah. and you can take it's it over bike. to uh Beach Club as well because there's a really pretty lake that's in the middle of those two and kind of goes around both properties. Both um boardwalk and beach club, oh, I shouldn't say both, boardwalk, beach club, and yacht club all have boats that will take you to Hollywood Studios. Can you take a boat over to Epcot too? Yeah. I I've never done that before because the, the walk is friendship. so short. Yeah. Yeah, the friendship boats. Yeah. yeah. If if we ever retire and, and move to Florida, my husband's goal is to be a friendship boat driver. Oh my god, he would be so good at it. My goal is for him to be a friendship boat driver. He would be good at it. He would be so good at it. He he knows how to drive a boat and he's that guy. And I my job when that what I want to do in Florida when I retire is to be retired in Florida, not to find another job. Correct. But that's what he wants to do and I support that. Right. So um but you can take buses or you, excuse me, you can take uh, boats to both Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. You can easily walk to both of them. Um, you can walk to the Skyliner and take the Skyliner over to the Riviera or take the Skyliner mm -hmm. to Hollywood Studios if you so choose. And you can also use buses to get to Animal Kingdom and to Magic Kingdom. But And if you're in Epcot, like this is another thing that I think is really convenient. If you start your day, if you're in an Epcot resort, and this is what we're going to be doing in May when we get there, we're going to get from the first flight out of St. Louis to Orlando. We're going to drop our bags off at Boardwalk because we're staying at Boardwalk. And then we are going right into Epcot. I, we wanted to do a Magic Kingdom day since the two of them hadn't, don't really have any recollection of being there before. I kind of want the castle to be the first thing you see. But I said, all right, we got three days. Yeah. So we can prioritize the castle, but we're going to lose time. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to drop our bags off at Epcot. We're going to try to get on Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to try to do as many rides using uh, Lightning Lanes and Genie Plus as we can. And we are going to be at 2 p.m. ready to get into Magic Kingdom because the monorail takes you from Epcot to the TTC to Magic Kingdom. So for the sake of time, again, time is money. Yeah. We decided that we're going to do that. And, and when you're going to an Epcot resort... You have the ability to do that. Show up, drop your bags. You, I mean, once you get bell services to take the bags off your shoulders, you can be in a park in 20 minutes. Yeah. That's not the case in many other places. Contemporary uh, for Magic Kingdom is, is one of them. But 
I just love the Epcot resorts. They're great for staying out of the parks and they're great for getting in the two of the parks. And I really like the friendship boat rides too. They're, they're calming and yeah. useful and fun. And it has jelly rolls. <laughs> That's right. I've never been. I've it's so good. I I I, I want to go with you. <laughs> yes. Let's do jelly rolls. You and me. Dilly. And we won't tell anybody yeah. we're there together. Yeah. It'll just be a secret. It'll be our jelly It'll roll be secret. The best night of our life. Let's do it. So I'll tell a little story about the boardwalk to usher us into the next category of results being the... Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to fifteen hundred bonus cash on the hyundai tucson Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, Elle King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, Elle King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Deluxe Villas. And the story is that my husband and I went, we went in 2018 with the family. We came back in 2019. We were on the, the Magical Express, which... From my heart to yours, Bob Iger, you want to make a lot of people happy. Bring it back. Get the freaking Magical Express back. back in action. Yeah. That's a whole different podcast for another time. But now it's out there. And and there's, I'm sure Bob Iger will hear it on the Pixar podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. so, <laughs> so problem solved. Moving on. Anyway, we're on the Magical Express in 2018. Going back, when you go back to the resort, people call it the Tragical Express. You're sad. Disney trip is over. And... My husband looked at me and he goes, did you have a good time? And I like couldn't speak because I was so, I had had such an amazing time that I was like, I can't talk about it. I don't want it to be over. And I just looked at him and and I said, we don't need to talk about how, we don't need to talk about when, but I need you to tell me that we can come back. He goes, we can come back. And I go, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you get back and you kind of decompress a little bit and, and, you know, kind of deprogram yourself from the Disney world. And we plan another vacation for the family in 2019. And then um, with incredible, impeccable timing in February of 2020, yeah. my husband and I go back to Disney world. We had rented some DVC points to stay on from some friends of ours. And we went there for, for three nights and four days with the idea of getting purchasing uh, Disney Vacation Club and we ended up doing it and we ended up purchasing direct from Disney at the Riviera and 
we were like, this is great. Disney's so this Disney's fantastic. It's always increased in value. Blah blah blah. Where's Disney gonna go? It was like literally weeks, and they're like, we're closing Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did we manifest this into existence? <laughs> what did we do? Um, but I haven't. I have not regretted it a day in my life. We will do a different episode sometime about Disney Vacation Club, but. Through DVC, my husband and I have been able to stay at a lot of these different villas that we're going to talk about next. And there's no way that we could afford to do that if we we're paying, you know, cash prices. However, if you're if if going to Disney World with regularity isn't your thing, but you are looking for beautiful, stunning, memorable accommodations, especially for larger groups, Disney villas are the way to go. If you can make it happen, I incredibly encourage you to do that. And the good news is is that you can book these rooms with DVC points, which is what we do, but you can also book these rooms through Erica um, just by paying cash. Is that correct? Is that how it yeah. works? Yeah, absolutely. So if this interests you, if any of these rooms interest you, go to Erica, E-R-I-K-A, at magicexpeditions.com. Ask those questions there. Um, Erica, walk me through, because I could do, I could talk forever about these, but walk me through the deluxe villas and what which of your clients do you put in these villas and for what reasons? So I think it, again, it really depends on, on the preference because each one of the villas has, just like we went through the different categories, they each have their pros and cons for each one of the villas. Um, if you want to just kind of get that feel without paying the two, three bedroom prices, they do have studios. So if you have a small family and just want to do a studio in a villa, that is an option. The thing that I really like about the villas too is that it kind of gives you more of that homey feel where you're going to have a kitchenette or even a full kitchen in some places. You know, you'll have a dining area, living room area, closed off bedrooms. So if you're staying for a more extended trip and want to have more of that homey feel, a villa is definitely a good opportunity for that. And you could save some money just by making your meals and having more of that family meal in your room and, and not having to eat out every single night. My family has shifted and we generally on our summer trip take my parents along with us and we'll oftentimes take my sister's family or my brother's family or possibly go with somebody in my husband's family. But we have hot breakfasts every morning that my, my husband, because we're such Disney nerds, has tried to duplicate like Disney scrambled eggs and we have a Mickey waffle maker and we try to do everything the way a Disney, we call it at home, we call it, we want to have Disney breakfast and then we make Disney breakfast uh, for dinner, for lunch, for breakfast, for all three. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we get a Walmart delivery or grocery shipped to the resort and then you do have a full kitchen in anything that's a one bedroom or two bedroom or three bedroom granville i've never experienced that that would be amazing yeah. but uh disney bob Iger, right. since you're here bob, since you're listening yeah first magical <laughs> express second pixie dust annie with a three bedroom villa not gonna happen um you, you get the groceries shipped to your your place and i mean you might spend a hundred dollars on groceries when if i if i did one breakfast with my family of six in the parks, we are talking about $175 to $200 easily. easily. Yeah. So we get $100 of groceries. It lasts us the majority of the week, and we eat our breakfasts inside. The only time we alter that plan is by scheduling the latest breakfast you can get at some, maybe like a character, like a Chef Mickey's or Akershus's back with breakfast. I'm so excited about that. You schedule the latest one you can have, and you make it a brunch. 
and then you probably come back and eat sandwiches and do pool day or something, uh, pool evening later in the evening. So you can have deli meat, you can make sandwiches, have bagels, have, uh, you know, eggs and stuff that you make, and you can save so much money. Absolutely accommodating those meals and then what you do is you go to liberty tree for dinner and you enjoy an all-you-can-eat thing there but it's one sit-down reservation versus i've done the disney plan the dining plan where we were eating three sit-down meals a day is not impossible i can't eat that much and you're <laughs> like oh my god i can't eat again um when you have the dining plan you can space it out a little bit you can maybe do some two credit things because you're not using all your credits for meals all over the place it makes the disney dining plan i think make a lot more sense for a lot of people and it's just, it's so nice to have that kind of control over your day. Yeah. It also saves time to make breakfast in the morning in your resort, as opposed to having to wait in line and mobile order or to get a re reservation and sit down. It saves a lot of time. Absolutely. And it, again, it gives you that homey feel. So, you know, you don't feel like, you know, you're, you're some staying someplace else sometimes i i definitely have a little bit of travel anxiety in being a travel agent it's a good good thing right uh but it's having those little therapy, don't you think? <laughs> you know? but having those little things that make it feel like home is what helps that the the other thing that i would add to about staying in a villa is that if you are in not in a studio, but if you are in a one-bedroom, two-bedroom, or three-bedroom, there is laundry inside yeah. the unit. Oh, my Lord in heaven. What yeah. we do is we pack probably a third of the stuff. Like, I let my kids bring maybe two pairs of shorts, a handful of underwear, but not you don't have to do underwear for the whole thing. You don't have to do socks for the whole thing. We have a shirt for every day, so that's not going to change. Uh, but you take you get done for, with your park day. And you go and take your shower and your dirty clothes just goes immediately into the washing machine. When everybody's done showering overnight, you wash and dry that stuff and you can pack so much less stuff. Yeah. And that is so convenient to be able to have that in-room laundry. Well, and have less to do when you get home. Because that's one yes. of the worst things about coming home. You're already sad about not being at vacation and, and then, then you have, you to, have do to do laundry. laundry. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we always come home with everything clean. So yeah. the night before... Everything gets washed, you fold it, you put it back in the suitcase, and then you're wearing the clothes that you, you know, you leave the clothes out that you're, you're going to wear to the airport or whatever. Everything else goes back in the suitcase and is clean. Yeah. It's fantastic. And I will say most, if not all, I'll, I would need to double check that, but they have coin laundry on yeah. property as well. So you definitely could still do that with coin laundry. It's just having that in the room, you know, like oh. you said, being able to do that overnight is everything. And then they have a in in the one bedrooms and up what the way the way the one bedrooms are set up is there's a master suite so it's a king size bed attached to a master bathroom, and then there's a living area that has a pull out bed maybe has another pull down so you can the one bedrooms will accommodate four or five people depending on where you go and then the the two bedroom accommodations are essentially a studio like what we we're talking about before which is a, a very nice what I would, I always tell people, it's like a hotel room, but it's a very nice version of it. it includes a kitchenette. So you have a sink, you have a, do you have a microwave? I think you have a microwave in yeah. them. A fridge, a small fridge, like a beverage fridge, um, a toaster, I think, in most of them, and storage area. So this whole little kitchenette space, so you can still make breakfast in there. You're not going to be making eggs, but yeah. <laughs> uh, unless you do the microwave. So you have that studio and it's attached to like a pass through door that's attached to the one bedroom. That's what becomes a two bedroom. The three, ba three bedroom grand villas is, is like a whole different thing. 
and you can't believe they exist. And I would like to stay in one. I don't know if I'd go to the parks if I stayed in one. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to leave. <laughs> I just want to stay Man. in the room all day. We'll get a three-bedroom grand villa when we go to Jelly Rolls. <laughs> grand villa? Jelly Rolls. Best Jelly Rolls, trip villa. ever. For sure. <laughs> um, a couple of the other accommodations that exist with the villas that are kind of specific to the location they are. I'll, I'll go through these here real quick. The, the villa resorts are Disney's Riviera Resort. Copper Creek Villas um, and Cabins. That was one that was special. You want to talk about the cab? Like the, like we were saying, studio, one bed, two bed, three beds. This is going to be standard at all of these, but specific resorts have extra accommodations. Why don't you talk about the cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge? Yeah, so the, the cabins, that was actually... Um... I don't know if I'm familiar with the villas at uh, in the cabins because those were just the moderate ones. So Copper Creek Villas. Oh, um, Copper Creek. Yeah, yeah, Copper Creek. Copper Creek Villas. Oh, those are like the tr- – yes, I'm it's sorry. It's like the fancy ones at Wilderness. But yeah. they also have cabins. These cabins are unbelievable. Like if you never yeah. think you're going to stay there, you still need to get on the internet and look at them. Absolutely. And the tree houses. Where are the tree houses? That at Saratoga? The tree houses are at Saratoga Springs. Yeah. Those look incredible. Like, have you seen those? I, I've never been in one, but on the yeah. Sapsagula River, when you're on the Sapsagula yeah. River, you pass them. Um, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas at Jumbo House and Kadani. Those are two of the resorts that are in the deluxe villa section. Um, Boulder Ridge Villas. So we talked about, so it's, I'm saying some of these words that you've heard already, but at Boulder Ridge, you have the hotel side and you have the villa side. Uh, Disney's Beach Club has villas. Disney's Boardwalk has villas. Disney's Animal Kingdom, Kidani, I said that already. Bay Lake Tower at Disney's Contemporary Resort. So that is a little bit of a separation from, like, contemporary is what you were talking about. The past, the monorail goes through the contemporary Mm -hmm. resort. But Bay Lake Tower is a tower that is on Bay Lake. (laughs) Right. Next to clever, yes, that's how you know. Um, Disney's Polynesian Villas, so there's the hotel rooms there, but there's also the villas there, and there are bungalows. What are the Disney Polynesian bungalows? That is where Bob, if you're listening, Bobby, that's where I want to (laughs) stay. I'll be in a Riviera three bed, and you'll be taking up the bungalow, yeah, each have our own places. They, yeah. I mean, it's, it's the, it's, they're the over the water bungalows and they have like your own lanai and it's right there on the water. And it, I mean, it feels like you're in Hawaii. I've only seen them from afar, but uh, it looks, I mean, if you're going to go on your honeymoon or, you know, something special and you, you want that over the water feel, you know, you could still definitely do that in Disney. And I think I've said this before, but I've had people that have kind of laughed at me and was like, you know, cause I've never been to Europe. I've never really been, you know, much outside of the United States. And they were like, you know, with all the money you spend in Disney world, like you could have <laughs> gone around the world like five times. And I'm like, but why would I like it's all at Disney world? It's all at Disney world. I could go stay in an over the water bungalow, just like I would if I went to Hawaii. And then I could go have dinner in Paris and, you know, all in, in one day. So why would I go anywhere else? <laughs> They are beautiful. Again, go check them out online if you haven't seen them yet. The last two here are Disney's Old Key West and uh, Disney's Saratoga Springs. These are in the Disney Springs area. Are these, as far as as far as Disney villa bookings go through you, are these a little bit more affordable than the other villas? Yeah, I mean, and again, I think it's because of the accommodations. You know, they're they're not 
uh, adjacent to a park, you know, it's more in the Disney Springs area. So I think that that's something that's definitely in, in, as a factor, just like Animal Kingdom Lodge tends to be a little bit on the lower side of the, of the, uh, the, the price range, just because of the proximity to the parks. And it's important to just like uh, Erica was talking about, it's like, what do you want out of your vacation? Because Saratoga Springs and Old Key West, they're both very, they're very close to golf. They're very close to shopping. They're very close to Disney Springs that has a ton of different food options. And uh, a nice little anecdote about Disney's Old Key West Resort. That's the original Disney vacation resort, as I understand it. And Walt Disney had this concept in mind for kind of what DVC is today. And so these the the accommodations at Disney's Old Key West are very expansive. Like the rooms are very large. And then Disney was like, "Oh, this is a great concept. We should make more of these. But let's make them smaller so we can put more of them in and right. make more money." <laughs> so if you were if you were looking for space and room to spread out in this really calm, cool Old Key West vibe, they have a fantastic resort. I've stayed there. I love it. It I don't love that it is a bus ride to everywhere. Yeah. So that is a hindrance. But if the price is right, you can make yourself okay with that. Yeah. And then Disney Saratoga Springs also, that is where the golf course is. They have a spa there. And it is, Old Key West is not walking distance to, to Disney Springs, but you can take a bus there, or excuse me, a boat there. I guess maybe a bus too. And Saratoga Springs is walking distance to Disney Springs. That's 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 a very nice perk. Yeah, Absolutely. All right. Well, what else do we, anything else that we're forgetting? How about this, before we wrap this up, the great promotions that are out there right now? Yeah. Yeah. So there is a 25% off room promotion. And that's one of those things where if you're already booked, we can still apply it to your, uh, to your current reservation. And I actually had somebody this week that I messaged them and, and said, Hey, we were able to save you, you know, this amount of money, this promo came out, I already applied it. And they said, well, what does that look like if we, you know, went to a, a deluxe resort? And so uh, we actually bumped them up because they had already budgeted a certain amount of money for that uh for that property and then with that promotion they were able to upgrade their vacation so you could either um somebody else was like oh that's like a that's like a droid like that's like a free <laughs> or a free lightsaber that's what it yeah. was and i was like yeah, it really is you Depends know on the- if you have your budget lined up and and exactly. i'll tell you this too for people who are hearing this and like oh there's a promotion now if you hear like the way she's she says she gets up you get these promos first thing in the morning like early in the morning before i'm yeah. awake and you're able to make this accommodation for the people who are booking with you it costs you literally nothing to book through erica she is like i said an earmarked uh, magic expeditions is earmarked by disney as experts when it comes to booking disney vacations magic expeditions is a way that you can partner with erica murphy to book it's essentially she's doing everything you would have to do and then disney just gives her a cut of your total trip you don't pay anything extra and in this instance it's happened to me as well there was a promotion that came out that applied to us it was a four-figure savings as well for us when that happened and if you are budgeting x amount of dollars then that means you can expand what your experiences are and these promotions from time to time will run out like you're you may qualify for it but the amount of of availability is limited which is why having someone like erica who's going to know about it as immediately as it is released and be able to um, quickly get you one of those those um promotions applied to your specific trip 
that's why you go with Erica. Like I said, it costs you nothing extra. In fact, I almost promise you'll save money with Erica, and you can contact her at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, at magicexpeditions.com. Um, I was going to add to the deluxe resort. I said at the when we got into deluxe resorts, I talked to you about an extra perk. This is a really, really cool one if it fits into your schedule. But there is a two-hour extended evening hours yeah. that is available for sure at Magic Kingdom and Epcot. They do happen at Hollywood Studios, not as much. But that early entry that you get for 30 minutes if you stay on property is extended for two hours in the evening, but only, as I understand it, if you are a deluxe resort guest. Yeah. And my husband and I have done that at both Epcot and at Magic Kingdom, and it is unbelievable, Yeah, the access that you have. You, you can't do enough in those two hours because you're just literally running to the front of every line because there's there's not many people there it's a very finite amount of people and it's night disney which is just kind of special it is totally special and that's what i mean your your kids may not make it you know past after fireworks or whatever but if you're on an adult only vacation and have that after hours i mean you almost you know you could spend the day at the pool and then go do as much as you would during the day in those two hours because you're not going to wait for anything the last trip we were on there was a magic kingdom extra hours extended hours and so my um i had my baby i've got a near two-year-old now but she was about 18 months at the time actually i don't even know if she was that she had pretty much just i don't know she's about 18 months i guess I don't know. How old is she? I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. You're probably listening to this three hours after or three years after it's recorded. But she was young. She was not going to hang for extra hours. And the things that you want to do in extended hours are the things that you don't have to wait in line for, like the roller coasters and so on and so forth. And so I went back to the resort with my mom, my dad, and my oldest daughter and my baby youngest daughter. And my husband stayed back with my son, who was 12 at the, 12 at the time. And my other daughter, who was six, and they they all love roller coasters. And I was just getting uh, picture after picture after picture. They were just looping, going on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and having <laughs> the time of their life. And I was so excited yeah. that they were able to do that because there just wasn't a huge demand because there aren't as many people there. So booking at a deluxe resort gets you that. Go check the prices of after hours tickets and then multiply mm-hmm. that times the people you have in your party and compare that to the two hours that you get just by booking at yeah. a deluxe resort and that might be worth it for you especially and then if you, you get, get all to... those accommodations with yes. it yes yes all right well this is a long one this is longer than we anticipated i know, I know. I like be. we're like this will be quick we're always like this will be a quick one and then we're no. like an hour later there is actually one more promo i wanted to mention and sure. this is something that um you know it's the newest resort that they have it's totally different i think we've mentioned it before but the uh star wars galactic star cruiser oh yeah is their totally immersive property and it is a storyline to where it puts you into the star wars story but they do have um they just released a promotion to it which is really exciting because it there was so much demand for it that they hadn't had any promotions for this so now if you've kind of been waiting or maybe you've already gone and want to go back they have up to seven hundred dollars off a two-night stay at another resort if you stay at the star wars galactic star cruiser so you can just add on to your voyage journey what does star wars say good sense (laughs) man 
anything I know about Star Wars is because I love my son. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I'm like trying to speak his language. Totally respect people who love it. It's not my thing. But I, I do like the atmosphere of Batu and, and Galaxy's Edge and everything. Star the, the Galactic Star Cruiser is a lot of people have likened it to being on a cruise. Yeah. And it's it's like you said, totally immersive. You do get to experience part of Galaxy's Edge and Batu with that experience. Like the cabins at Fort Wilderness, you gotta like cabin, you gotta like wilderness at Grand Floridian, you gotta know that you're that kind of person. If you go book on the Galactic Star Cruiser, you're gonna be that kind of person. But if you are, I can't think of anything that is probably cooler than the opportunity to experience what Disney has put together there. I mean, people like they dress up like you go in co- like in Disney parks, you're not as an adult, you know, you're not supposed to wear the full length costumes and all that, but it is um encouraged on the galactic star cruiser because you become part of the story and they you know they have a whole storyline that they give you before you even go like i i kind of think it's like you know those old like murder mystery like the dinner theaters where you're like my name is penny uh but i i don't think it's anything like that at all and I'm but, a librarian. <laughs> but i don't that's that's how i'm picturing it um you know but it, people that love it, it it's like it's like the best thing that ever happened to go yeah. actually be in star wars my and- son keeps saying to me mom can we go on the galactic star cruiser i'm like charlie it's important that everyone has a dream and yours <laughs> is that you get a job that affords your ability to go on the well, now galactic he, it was star up to 700 dollars off let's go charlie i'll come for the hotel stay <laughs> that happens after the galactic right. star cruiser i'm not knocking anybody who wants to go be on the galactic star cruiser but I wouldn't want to take up your space on that. Right. <laughs> it would be disrespectful of me to yeah. do that. And you don't want me there either. <laughs> Let's yeah. be real. You'll find me with my toes in the sand at the beach club. That's jelly, where rolls. I am. Take jelly, jelly rolls. Take them jelly rolls. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Pixie Dust Podcast. This is a very thorough walk through the different accommodations, uh, levels, value, moderate, uh, deluxe resorts deluxe villas other options that are out there ways that you can save money if any of this is of interest to you or you have further questions please contact erica at erika at magicexpeditions.com. a reminder we have a pixie dust podcast facebook page we would love for you to join us there and if you have questions that you want to ask through the facebook page you can do that it comes directly to both erica and myself Erica is a travel agent specializing in disney vacations with magic expeditions and i'm sure she would love to book your next disney trip or wedding or engagement. Or wedding. <laughs> yeah. You don't even really have to have a, a somebody you're engaged to. Let's just start the planning now. Let's start. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to the Pixie Dust Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, and we will see you real soon. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.